Good evening, Island Church. It's July the 21st, Tuesday night, and we're coming back teaching on the subject of rising up and being delivered from the fear of the day and the hour. What an ah, what an absolutely ominous day we're living in. Things that are going on on the earth can cause great fear. Anticipation of what may be happening in the days ahead can cause great fear. Uh, the epidemics, the pandemics, the uh, all of the the social upheaval and social uproar. But there's good news. God loves you. You're born again. You're part of a great church doing great things here in the world. And I guarantee you, we're going to experience some things here at Island Church in the next few days and weeks and months that you don't want to miss. It's going to take faith to enter into it, but we're going to see it in Jesus' name. We're there in Isaiah 41. Uh, we began there in verse 10. Uh, uh, we took that first verse and began to kind of dissect it and meditate on it a little bit. Let me go over to the Amplified. I like it in the Amplified. Let me read it in the Amplified. Verse 10, Fear not, there is nothing to fear, for I am with you. Do not look around you in terror and be dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen and harden you to difficulties. Yes, I will help you, and I will hold you up and retain you with my victorious right hand of righteousness and justice. Behold, all they who are engaged and inflamed against you will be put to shame and confounded. They that strive against you shall be as nothing and shall perish. You shall seek those who contend with you, but shall not find them. They who war against you shall be as nothing, nothing at all. For I, the Lord your God, will hold your right hand. I am the Lord who says to you, fear not, I will help you. I like that in the Amplified, in that, that, that verse that we're uh, 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 looking at there of all the three things that God says in that first verse. In verse 10, let me read it in the Amplified again. It says, I will strengthen and harden you to difficulties. Listen, that's what God wants, is He wants you to be hardened to difficulties. You know, I, I was watching a documentary about uh, a particular group of men that fought together in three major battles in the Pacific during World War II. And these were, listen, these were just horrible, horrible battles. And, and the, the, the enemy was just ruthless. The, the terrain in which they were fought were just very difficult. But it said this of this group of men after their first battle that took place. They said, these men have been hardened to combat. They are hardened combat veterans and we use them for some of the most dangerous missions and what's amazing about this group of men of the uh, 25 or 30 of them that were there only two or three of them lost their lives and only about six or eight of them were injured but they were so hardened to combat they knew it they studied it they knew their enemy they were not fearful but they knew their assignment and what they were supposed to do God is saying the same thing about that to us he said I'm gonna harden you when these bad reports come on on the news uh, when, when they're just when the internet is just inundated with all this negative information with all of the uh, the download of fear and dismay and panic when it happens, you're going to be hardened to that. Now listen to this. Many of you have already gone through some things in life. You've had some, you've had some battles that you've won. You've stood on the Word. You've seen God manifest. You've seen His answers come. And He has strengthened and hardened you. Listen, rely on that. That's what gives you courage to progress forward and not just to back down into your house and, and, and try to cower and, oh, what can we get from the government? What can we get here? What can we do? And just be a victim of the day and hour. This entire scenario, you add all of the different things up together. From the COVID to the political unrest 
to the social turmoil, to the financial, all, take them all together, and they're literally designed to pull you out of victory mentality in Christ and put you into a victim mentality. I'm a victim of the day in which I live. I'm a victim of COVID. I'm a victim of racial prejudice. I'm a victim of social injustice. I'm a victim of, uh, of this Democratic Party, of that Democratic Party. I've been victimized. And listen, the enemy, listen, he's so sly, he'll try to make you think you're a victim of God, a victim of the church, a victim of the vision. It's such a lie and it's so full of fear. Reject that and rise up and declare, no, I'm more than a conqueror. I'm the victorious child of a loving God. You've got to allow your words to be saturated with that which God will do for you in order that you can resist the temptation to fear. So the three things, I will strengthen thee, I will help thee. Well, pastor, what does that mean? Where do you need help? Where you need help, ask for it. I've asked for help in so many different ways. Just a couple of days ago, we've got a martin house. A martin house is a, it's a birdhouse where martins nest. And then they raise their youngs and they come back there every year. So we got, we got six nesting pairs and they're just birds. So they don't, you know, they really don't, uh, you know, they're just doing what birds do, nesting and raising their young. Well, all of the, all of the fledgling birds, all of the chicks are, they're coming out of the nest and coming out. And we got this hard wind blowing and it just blows. And I'm like, you know, we got this nest. It's way up in there. It's 20 foot up in the air. And so we've had a couple of birds fall out of the nest and we don't want them to die. You know, we, uh, we, we have compassion. So what do we do? And I was praying. I said, Lord, what do I do? And God gave me an idea and I made this little device in which you can put the baby bird in and lift it right up there and slide him right back into the... Listen, <laughs> you say, well, that doesn't mean anything. It does. God says he even cares about the sparrows. And he'll give you ideas and he'll help you. Now, I couldn't begin to talk about how he's helped us pastor and helped us in the church, helped us overcome things. We're still here after 18 years of one of the biggest spiritual fights that's ever been happened, that's ever happened on this island. We're still here. We're strong. We still exist. We still have vision and we're still moving forward. You say, why? Because we have not gotten into fear. We're staying in faith. He will strengthen us. He will help us and he will uphold us. With Jesus Christ, we're built on the foundation of the rock of who he is. Now, these next two verses, let me read them. Behold, they that were incensed against thee shall be ashamed and confounded. They shall be as nothing. They that strive with thee shall perish. Thou shalt seek them and shall not find them. Even them that contend with thee, they that war against thee shall be as nothing and a thing of naught. Now, this, this was a prophecy given to Israel in such a time in which they needed a deliverance from God. And their problem was the people that had brought them into bondage, the people that had attacked them, and the sin of their own nation, which had opened up the door to this. So there is a personal connotation to this in the original prophecy. But remember, prophecies of the Word of God must be interpreted and applied in the light of the current covenant in which we live in. So we're looking back at this prophecy of this Word, and we're bringing the revelation of it forward into the reality of the day in which we live. People are not our problem. We could say it like this. Behold the devil that is incensed against thee and the demons that are trying to attack you. They shall be ashamed. They shall be uh, uh, confounded. They shall be nothing. They that strive or the, or, the, or the demonic realm and the pressure of the adversary and him trying to use people against you, they that strive with you shall perish. They're not going to succeed. They're not going to win. you got to say that to yourself. 
Whatever you're going through that's causing you anxiety and stress and fear, you need to say it boldly with your mouth. You're not going to win. You're not going to prevail against me. I'm a man or a woman of faith. I have a passion for God. I speak. I resist. In doing that, you overcome fear. Thou shalt seek them. And you won't find them. You'll say, where's the devil today? He won't be there. You'll look for the, the sickness. It won't be there. The financial problem. It won't be there. The answer of God will come. Those that contend with you. What contends with you? Just the thought of all that's going on. I listened to some commentators the other day talking about what is now broken. Uh, the sports organizations that are broken. The, the companies, the businesses, the small mom and pops. Listen, I'm going to tell you something. Many churches are broken. They're just broken. Uh, many churches are not coming back and trying to meet in a, in a congregational setting. They've, they, they've totally sold out to this, no, we're just going to meet online concept. Listen, that's not God. The Bible says, forsake not the assembling of yourself together, and even more so as the day grows evil. Listen, we're in an evil day. We need to come together more and more, and our vision is to see revival break out in the church and to see day after day after day, maybe multiple services a day, people coming in and getting saved, getting refreshed, the church being built up, and the church doing that which God has called it to do in the last days. Whatever level God calls us to do that on, we want to press in to do it, and we can't do that in fear. We have to do that in faith. In closing, you're going to look for it. It's not going to be there. The resistance that's against us, as we've been praying every night here at the church, sometimes there's a lot, sometimes there's a few, but every night we've been interceding, we've been praying, we've been crying out to God. As we felt doing that, I have literally sensed in my spirit darkness just being pushed back, just being pushed back. And the provision of God, listen, a divine flow of heaven's blessing coming into our lives. Listen, the devil doesn't like that. He's going to fight against that. But listen, he cannot overcome you. Greater is he that's in you than he that's in the earth. Let me close this particular little mini-series with this. Let me just speak the word over you. Or maybe you just take this particular teaching tonight, these ten or so minutes, and then at the end, listen to this over and over and over. What God says about you. God says you're a new creature in Christ. That old things have passed away, that all things are new. God says... You're the righteousness of God in Christ. You have right standing with God. Not based on any merit, any activity or behavior you have performed for yourself, but based on your acceptance of Jesus Christ and His love for you. Listen, you're the healed of God. By His stripes, you are healed. You've been delivered from the power of darkness. You've been translated into the kingdom of His dear Son. Greater is He that is in you than he that is in the earth. You are more than a conqueror in Christ Jesus who loves you. More than a conqueror. You've got to begin to realize you're a man, you're a woman of great faith, great strength. And let me say something. God saw the potential of who you could be and what you could do in this day and hour. That's why he has allowed you to be alive, to be the person he's called you to be and to do what he's called you to do. No other time, no other time on the, in the history of this earth has been like it is right now. What a day to serve God. You're a powerful, intimidating person of faith and power. Now listen to this. You bear the name of Jesus. You bear that name. You don't bear it as a religious symbol. You don't bear it as a religious idea. You don't bear it as a theological concept. You bear it as an inherent reality. You have inherited that name that is above every name. You walk in the power of the Holy Ghost. You have words of faith that can destroy the works of the devil 
and dispel the darkness that tries to come against you. If you will just live in the process during these days, and I'm going to tell you something, these days will not be over until Jesus comes for the church. These days will not be over until the church is brought to heaven and that tribulation period begins. So you might as well make the decision, I'm going to walk in faith. I'm going to live for God. I'm going to be a part of my church. I'm going to be a part of what God's doing in the earth. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to fight with all of my heart the fight of faith. And I'm going to see God glorified in my life. I'm going to tell you something. If you will do that, you will not, disappoint, you will not be disappointed in how your life turns out. It will turn out, turn out blessed of your loving Heavenly Father. God bless you. Be sure to come to church tomorrow night. Come to prayer. Come be a part of what God's doing. We love you. God loves you. We'll see you soon.